Welcome to the Home Care Hub, a podcast series for the Home Care Advocacy Network. HCAN is a business format franchise for senior living providers who want to operate a successful home care line of business and a great opportunity for any entrepreneur who wants to own their own home care franchise. To connect with us, visit hcanthrive.com today. Welcome to the Home Care Hub podcast series by the Home Care Advocacy Network. Today we have a guest in our studio, someone that I've known for 18 years, Kennedy Getz. Welcome, Kennedy. Thank you. Today in our episode, we have uh, actually, she doesn't look like it, but she is a non-traditional family caregiver. So Kennedy is here today. She's going to tell her story, and it was one that was going on. Actually, Kennedy's my daughter, and uh, it was going on under our own roof, and we didn't really know the impact of what was happening with Grandma until years later. So it was last year in January that we were getting ready to launch the Home Care Advocacy Network. And my daughter was up way too late one night. I'm like, (laughs) why aren't you in bed? This is ridiculous. Uh, If you're going to be up, you're going to help me with this presentation for tomorrow. And she's like, so I was telling her, she's like, dad, like, what are you guys doing? You're starting a new business. And then when we got done explaining that we were a home care business that offers everything from companionship, personal care to dementia care services, we're going to create a white label partnership for senior living providers to be able to provide home care services in a franchised way. Well, as for entrepreneurs, we went through that whole discussion. She was like, dad, that's what my college essay is about. I was like, <laughs> your college essay is about this. Like, how did, how did that happen? And so the next day we had our kickoff. It was three days before the pandemic or three weeks before the pandemic really took hold in the U.S. So the timing was just right for us to get the business launched last year. And the other thing that was just right was the timing, I would say, of Kennedy's college essay and us learning her experience as a family caregiver. And so little did we know that it had such an impact on her, but we're going to have her here today tell us a little bit about her story. So tell us a little bit about and tell listeners about who you are, how old are you, where you live. Sure. Um, So my name's Kennedy Getz. I am from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm 18 years old and I currently attend high school at Concordia. Very good. Plans for the future? My plan to attend K-State in the fall, but we'll see. Okay. Very good. And so you grew up in like one of the greatest households, right? Ever? Oh, yeah. One Is that of the right? Greatest. Huh. With a father that's always understanding and really never made any mistakes from yes. a parenting perspective. So that that's helpful in a in a girl's growth. So Kennedy, tell us about what was happening as a family when you were like, you know, ages five, six, seven, eight years old. Sure. So as a family, I definitely saw a shift. And especially with my grandma, I never got to fully meet her and she never got to fully meet me. During that time, she was um, on a steep decline during her her, um, Alzheimer's diagnosis. My grandpa quit his job um, corporate and started a in-home photography business. And just from learning that at a young age, I learned what sacrifice was and caring for your loved ones. And during this time, um, he was doing photo shoots. 
And my grandpa and I were really close. He would come over all the time and he'd babysit me. And one time we just got to talking and he was like, well, like, I would love some extra help with Grandma Fran. Would you be able to come and watch her like while I take pictures like during weddings? And I was like, of course. And I did that for a couple of years. So, Kennedy, let's talk about uh, that and that situation. So we've really had both sides of our family. So Grandma Lee, who had a, you know, Grandpa David had long term Parkinson's and was a family caregiver there. And that was really when you were as you were getting a little bit older, but concurrently with Grandma Fran. So the situation there was your grandpa, Terry, married Fran. And then it was, gosh, how many years had they been? Probably they had been married maybe eight years, seven or eight years. And Fran was a marathon runner. Explain your grandma Fran a little bit. Yeah. So Fran was very fit. Both of them actually were. Grandpa Terry um, was in multiple bodybuilding contests. And then Fran won what? She was a runner. Um, Mar- marathon runner. Ma- marathon, marathon runner, runner yeah. personal trainer. Yep. Yep. And they would always tell me about their um, marathon stories together. They would train together. They would eat together. They loved um, community. Yeah. So they loved working out together. And then it was about at age 47 or 48, Fran went with your mom and with your aunt to New York City. And they took in the Regis and Kelly. You wouldn't remember Regis Philbin, but it was Regis and Kelly at the time. And they got to meet Regis and Kelly and they were having a great time. But on this trip, and you may not know this, like Fran forgot her billfold in one of the taxis. She forgot a couple other major things and something seemed off. And then, so there was about two or three years of just kind of denial. I would say just working through like, what is really going on here? Is it stress? Was it due to an accident? Was, is there something? Cause Fran was marathon runner, very driven, very driven and 40, you know, at the time, 48 years old, 47. So she was really diagnosed with early onset dementia so they went to and visited the Mayo Clinic and New York University for testing. At the time, she was the youngest person that they had tested where they said, you, you may have early onset dementia. And that, at, at 40. At 49, yeah. And so that was the kind of the shock of the family. In the midst of that, then Grandpa Terry, with that diagnosis, you know, said, where am I going to spend my time? for the rest of, you know, my life, like the diagnosis does shorten your lifespan. And so he and Fran, you know, he turned his life around and turned it into just being a pure family caregiver, just like what you said. And doctors at the time said, so at the time of Fran's passing, said that Terry uh, and Fran helped extend Fran's life by almost seven years because what they did, they kept active, didn't they? Like mm-hmm. yep. he would take her to the gym. Like even when she was non-communicative, he took her to the gym. Even and, in a wheel- wheelchair. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Took her to the gym, took her for walks, took her to concerts, but kept her active. And I think that was during, during that time, Terry needed a little extra help in overseeing Fran at weddings. Right. <laughs> 
It's like he didn't want to leave her at home. He wanted her to enjoy this experience with him. Yeah. And by incorporating me in that, I didn't even think of the impact he was putting on me. But it's amazing. So when Fran was nine or 10 years into the diagnosis, you were nine and 10 and 11 years old. Mm -hmm. And you were doing what with with Fran on the like at weddings? Like, tell us. Um, Yeah. So I would. If, if she was in a wheelchair, we would walk around the whole wedding venue. We would talk to people. We She loved, like, talking to the bride, looking at the decorations. We had a little funny inside jokes. Sometimes we would make fun of my grandpa when he was taking pictures. Um, awesome. it, it was this connection um, that you really just couldn't find anywhere else. It was very special. That's awesome. And so, really, the last time you were able to take care of Fran at a wedding was probably when you were 11, 11, 12. So had a lot of good times with her and really had become a caregiver of sorts. And I think, you know, when families, I think one of our messages is today to our listeners, like when you experience dementia inside of a family, it's never going to be perfect. There's never a perfect situation. The family caregiver isn't perfect. And if they're not perfect heading into a dementia diagnosis of a loved one, it only exacerbates the challenges that that person experiences. And as you begin to pitch in as a family, there's no perfect recipe. And so at the time, you know, you were the most, you were able, you know, (laughs) and you were willing and I think one of the messages is, is that young people can get engaged with dementia care when it comes to family settings, and it can be inspiring for them later on as they age. And the experience of a young family caregiver only gets better with time Yeah, because no one will ever take that time away from you that you were able to spend with your loved one, which is really cool. So then... Rewind to last year, the night before our kickoff, Kennedy said, well, you have to hear my college essay. So we thought we'd have Kennedy on today to share a little bit about her experience being a family caregiver at the ages of 8 to 12 for her grandma. All right. Is death one of the worst things to happen to an individual? How does it affect someone? This is a story of a superhero. My grandpa passed away at the beginning of my sophomore year in high school. I was shocked, devastated, and overwhelmed with different emotions. As the months passed, the sadness slowly drifted. My attention wasn't focused on his sudden death. It was drawn to something much greater. My attention was drawn to my grandpa's legacy he left behind, and as I carried it on. My grandma was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease when I was just four years old. It started affecting her quickly after the diagnosis, which meant I would never get to fully meet her. Just after one year of her being diagnosed, her physical and mental health started worsening day by day. She was flown to the Mayo Clinic Hospital in Rochester, Minnesota. The doctors at the hospital said they had never seen a person so young with Alzheimer's. As I grew up, I was taking weekly visits to my grandpa's house to help my grandma who was suffering from Alzheimer's. When his wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, he didn't hesitate to quit his day job and start an at-home photography business, Images by TLC. Booking after booking for weddings and family photos came up for my grandpa. He was worried about my grandma because his devoted heart didn't want to leave her behind. I told him she could come with us to the photo shoots and I would be able to take care of her. 
By this time, my grandma couldn't even form a sentence. I could see her struggling day in and day out, but at just nine years old, I was helping her go to the bathroom, make her meals, dress, and walk her. I learned at an early age what sacrifice truly meant to an individual. My heart, though, ached as I felt responsible for her pain at times. I spent the last three years of her precious life right by her side. My grandpa was not only a superhero, but he was an overcomer. He taught me to love and care like no one else possibly could. He taught me what it truly meant to sacrifice. No one in a thousand lifetimes could teach me all the life lessons that he did. Now I strive to continue his legacy. Kennedy, thank you. So Kennedy, when, uh, you know, if you were to leave some of our listeners who might be in the throes of being family caregivers, they may have young children that are interacting with older loved ones. Are there a couple things that you would want to like them to know or to understand about the opportunity to like the privilege that it is to be a caregiver? Mm -hmm. So walking into caregiving, I didn't even fully know what I was doing, but I got taught slowly. It is truly a connection with an older person that is just so special, and you don't realize the impact that you're actually leaving on them. It is something that I still cherish to this day being a young girl, and it's just amazing what it can do, especially to your heart. So we've always said in our house, like, guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life. And this is a situation where I think, sure, there's times to protect a child's heart, but there's also times to let them really experience the full weight of a situation. And Mm -hmm. that is something that doesn't, it doesn't need protecting. It needs encouraging. It needs growing. It needs cultivating because later on that, Yeah, it springs up a whole new different kind of plant that you would have been just the way you've been watered and cultivated along the way. So that's really great. Well, Kennedy, thanks for sharing that with us today and with our with our listeners. Yes, thank you. Very inspiring. Thank you for listening to the Home Care Hub, a podcast series for the Home Care Advocacy Network. HCAN is a business format franchise for senior living providers who want to operate a successful home care line of business and a great opportunity for any entrepreneur who wants to own their own home care franchise. To connect with us, visit hcanthrive.com today.